This is Jason. This is Kailani. And you're here for the Word for the Night podcast, episode 19, back from a bit of a break. But we 19? S- this is the episode 19. Can you believe it? No. I know they come and go quick, right? <laughs> That's what she said. No, I was just going to say that. Thanks. Um, <laughs> just don't you say it. <laughs> she can be she, but not you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, we've seen a couple movies recently. Yes. So we've seen four movies, three in the span of a week, and uh, one you're just welcome. today. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I did take you, but thanks. Um, so can you name the three? We've seen four movies. One tonight. What did we watch today? Uncut, uncut Gems. Right. So this actually leads into what my favorite segment right off the bat, which is name that movie. Yes. We're, we're going to go in chronological order if you want, but we're just going to name off the three films that we've seen in a week's time. <laughs> the first one is? Um... The first one we saw, or it doesn't matter. Uh, Knives Out. That's one of them. Okay. So you got two, two left. Um, Richard Jewell. I'm surprised you got that one because that was the one that I thought you weren't <laughs> gonna get. And the last would be. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's there. I know, but here's the thing. I really want to see Jumanji too, and all I keep thinking about is we saw Jumanji, but we didn't. I can't remember the name. So you're. I don't even remember what it was, and we just—I feel like I just recycled this from last night because you did this to me last. And the one you couldn't get was Richard Jewell, which is amazing. Yeah. But uh, I just want to point out that you're actually blaming your lack of memory on the fact that you want to see Jumanji two that bad. <laughs> yes. I think that should be on their poster. I know. I can't think of anything but Jumanji two. I seriously want to see it. That's great. I, I know you have a—you really like the first one. I do. You have a strange affinity to that movie. I do. I, it's, I'm, I mean, I like it, but I you, like the Robin Williams one, the original one too. I don't. Really? Shit. But this one was much better. It, the last one was very good. Yeah. I, we haven't seen the next one. Obviously, um, we need to get on the ASAP so you can start getting along with your day to day life. <gasps> Hello, boy. You're getting close. What'd you call it? Hello, boy. No, Hello, boy. No. Hello. This is the one with Shia LaBeouf. Hell, I know. The Hellboy is a franchise with Ron Perlman that they just rebooted. That's a different movie. It's something boy. Is it? Mm-hmm. Honey Boy. There you go. <laughs> it was in there. I'm proud of you. All right. So we saw, let's recap this. We saw Honey Boy. Yes. Then we saw Knives Out. Yes. Then we saw Richard Jewell. And today we saw Uncut Gems. Yes. Been on a bit of a binge. Yes. And um, out of all of those, which do you think was the strongest? And the weakest? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Uncut Gems was the strongest, and the weakest of that bunch was Honey Boy. I'd probably agree, actually. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Let's talk about Uncut Gems here, because we just watched that. Uh, Very intense, I think. Very, not fun, but like a comedy in some aspects. A very dark comedy um, with uh, almost tragic overtones to it all. I don't want to give away any spoilers or things like that. You found... uh, that I found it to be funny? a tragedy. Yeah, I thought there were some um, some comedic moments in there and his behavior and things he was getting away with and the way he was behaving. I couldn't or... imagine anybody laughing through that movie nor smiling. Yeah, I, I, I chuckled a couple times. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it had an effect on you. You had to <laughs> gather yourself I did. when it was done. I was, I was highly distraught. I was bothered. By... How can somebody let their life go that horrible without like giving it away? It's just... How can somebody live like that? Yeah, it's chaotic in every sense of the word, and that chaos is done very nicely by the filmmakers. Uh, I thought, and it was... I love you know I love Adam Sandler, and I actually was appalled by him through this whole movie. Yeah, very unlikable character, but at the same mm-hmm. time, 
Uh, remind is like a amalgamation. Are those veneers? Like, what were those things in his mouth? It might have just been his regular teeth. I don't know. Maybe no, the veneers. Don't were out. say that. That's just horrible. To me, though, it's an amalgamation of people that I know and like grew up with. Uh, you know, older my dad's friends and and even parts of my dad. like. I saw a lot of like if you're around the gambling culture and lifestyle. Yeah, and, uh, it reminded me of my dad. Too. Yeah, right. So like, there's yeah. a lot of things there, and you just you know, it's a. Uh, I think it was better than the Mark Wahlberg film, The Gambler, which is a remake of the James Bond. See, Conner I film. disagree because you had me watch that movie, and I think that movie was really good. I think uh, gambling and sports betting. Uh, there's a movie called Harvard Man that's very good as well that they made a long time ago. Uh, but anyways, I think movies that about sports gambling are, are very good. I'd say second on the list of those four in terms of quality uh, to me would be Richard Jewell, which is the Clint Eastwood movie. I thought that was I put that over Knives Out uh, in terms of uh, having an effect. Because that one, even though it's Clint Eastwood and it was slow, we saw this in Reno, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not to be ageist, because I don't have any isms attached to this show, of course, but, um, like, ageism, you know? No, I understand. I get I think, it. Yeah, okay. I just... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't you, honey. It's our audience. Trust okay. me. Um, anyways, the theater we saw it in, I think the median age was about 75, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the kind of theater where people were talking in it, but... It was just because they were saying, what, what, what did he say? <laughs> well, he said this, and the lady behind us was crying. For well, I didn't realize that, but here's the thing. I'm not a big Clint, Clint Eastwood movie fan, because they, they are so long. They're yeah. tremendously long. But this, I wasn't bothered by it that much. You didn't think it was overly long? I thought it was somewhat slow in, in parts. I did find it slow. I think it could have obviously been cut off, but I wasn't bored like I normally am with Clint Eastwood movies by like an hour in. I thought the guy who played Richard Jewell, who was in I, Tonya, I thought he was really good in this, this role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and so is um, the mom. Uh, Kathy Bates. Yeah. She's the only one to get a nomination out of this. In fact, it's the only nomination for the Golden Globes for that entire film. Maybe they'll have better luck at the Oscars. But uh, Sam Rothwell. Or Roth, is it Rothwell? Rothwell? I, it I is Rothwell. Anyways. I thought he was great. Don't ask me. And we I, have a game What call. am I asking you for? <laughs> oh, He's like, is that who was in the movie? I could have said Jonah Hill. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> just going along to get along. Um, and then third on the list as far as uh, entertainment value would be Knives Out, right? I thought that was um, a little bit better than okay. See, that I found comedic. In parts. It was super funny. It was just, I thought, like an exercise as opposed to like a, a captivating movie. Which is kind right, of like, who says it, would, it was supposed to be captivating? Well, I mean, I thought it was going to be like a, a murder mystery that was a little... I don't know. Yeah, I, but I, I'm serious. Are movies to be made captivating? Um, Not movies like that. I didn't think it was a straight comedy. I didn't go in thinking it was Clue. Oh, I did. <laughs> For really? sure. Really? Yeah. I did Who not. would take any of these people serious? Well, I mean, I thought that the villain was so obvious from the, from the jump and that they really didn't do anything to throw off the obvious nature of the villain. So that by the time that the reveal was at the end... You know, a villain is a strong word for that character. Okay, that's well, just like a the spoiled culprit? brat. That? Yeah. Well, let's not just give everything. I just spoiled brat. Yeah. So there's a spoiler warning for anybody that hasn't seen Knives Out. Because, that's not uh, spoiler. Well, I mean, is it? I, yeah. I guess they're all spoiled brats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm retracting the, re- the spoiler alert. Thank you. You're welcome. What was the name of the movie? Knives Out. Which one of these movies? that's just cruel forget it Um, Honey Boy the least of the list we saw this in a theater that sat 48 people Mm -hmm. so it was basically like sitting in a classroom well I mean a nice classroom or a cafeteria 
with the amount of chatter that was going on in that theater. Yeah. It was supposed to be like this, the little cine arts, the upscale uh, art house place. People were acting like assholes in that theater, like yeah. talking in the whole thing. Um, I had to pull you back from getting into fights <laughs> in an art house theater. You would stomp those cinephiles. Um, anyways, but the movie itself, I mean, I really wanted to love this movie. I was ready to go to tears over at any moment. I'm such a sucker with father-son movies, and this one just didn't get me there. Uh, I thought it was incomplete at best. What did you think? Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a drop-in. No. Well, Back I mean, to you, Mark. There was a <laughs> there's a lot of like unfinished business in that movie. Or what was the point in that movie? What why would you add this or say that or do this or do that and not explain it later? Maybe it's uh It's trying too hard. You could tell he wrote it in a in a home. What is it's a rehab home? Yeah, but at and the same time, in, not for he was great reason. playing his father. He was forced. He, no, I liked him playing his father. I no, thought, he did. It. See, I think he should win an award because I think he did an amazing job. I think that the script is a little incomplete. There, There is no ending. I don't think it takes a stand on the father one way or another, which maybe is, is its strong suit, too. I can't even decide that. Well, and obviously, playing, we Googled it after. The guy playing him, the guy playing Otis, who's the Shia LaBeouf character, I thought was really good. Lucas Hodges, mm-hmm. who was the kid from uh, Manchester by the Sea, a movie that you and I, uh, maybe like my one of my least favorite movies that I was forced to watch in the last decade. Yeah. And how did we force to watch that? Well, because it was Oscar, you know, it was Best Picture nominee, and we always try to catch all the Best Picture nominees. And um, it just, we remember we, we just saw that, we went to one theater to see that, and the theater that we went to was an old style theater, and the way that it was designed was that there was seating on both sides and there was an, like a walkway in the direct center so it felt like you were sitting in a like a screening room from the 1950s. Yeah, but we didn't watch it there. No, because it was sold out because it had exactly 19 seats and then we went somewhere else and there was like a, a mix-up with the times and the seating once mm-hmm. again. This was like twice in a night and then we said screw it and went back a third time and finally saw it and by then uh, we decided we hated that movie um, because we actually went through a lot to see that and it, it wasn't very good. I don't recall any of that. Everybody's coming out with these like best of the decade lists. And I would like to put Manchester on my most overrated of the last decade list. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. You don't think that any of these movies that we saw this week have a... I mean, three out of the four of them are pretty much uh, Golden Globe nominee. Who's, who's the third one? Um, I mean, Knives Out's up for quite a few Golden Globes, Richard Jewell, and Uncut Gems. No, I don't even think Knives Out should have an award. That's just like an entertainment when you're... It should be on TV. It should be a TV show. A show? Yeah, like it's not... Who gets an award for that? Well, quite a few people, possibly. Well, that's a shame. It, it should Is be... Is it a shame? I mean, I think there's Hellboy. a lot of shameful things. Hellboy? Yeah. Hey, Hellboy... Is a or failed <laughs> franchise. It should be Shiloh LeBeau or whatever his name is. How I do you say his name? LeBeouf. Is it really? I don't know. I, just I thought think... it was LeBeau. Shiloh LeBeau? Shiloh I mean, I, I, if he was in a room, I'm sure we're pronouncing it wrong, but I bet you he'd rather go Shia LeBeau as opposed to Shia LeBeouf. I, I, you said LeBeouf. I said LeBeau. I've been saying LeBeouf since 2007. Since Why? He, because that's when he came out in the Transformers and he was a little LeBeouf kid. But he wasn't. it's not LeBeouf. It's LeBeau. I have a feeling he's going to track me down and try to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> My front doorbell's going to ring tomorrow. And no, Shia LaBeouf's going to be there trying to fight. I think he should get an award. I don't think anybody from Knives Out should. Oh, wait, what's the... 
Yeah, it's never mind. I can't talk about it. See, why do we have this if we can't talk why, about it? Why? Who do you think deserves an award? And Knives Out? Yes. I, the grandfather. You think he deserves an award? Christopher Plummer? He is so loving in that movie. He has exactly three minutes and 42 know, seconds of screen time. I know, and you love every single minute of it. You do? I did. I just, you know. He got you right in the feels? He did, and he's like, it's like Bill Gates. You know what? I just sat over here and talked about movies with gems of performances. Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems and uh, Richard Hauser there in Richard, as Richard Jewell. I mean, uh, I think his name is Paul Hauser. can't think of his name right now. The guy who plays Richard Jewell. Those are two fantastic performances, right. not to mention Joaquin Phoenix and I don't Joker. disagree with you. And you're over here talking about Glenn Plummer's cameo no, I'm in saying, Knives Out? No, first I said Shia, La- Sh- Shia LaBeau. We're just going to call him Shia from right now. Okay, on. Shia should have gotten an award and not Knives Out. But then I started thinking about it, and if Knives Out has to have an award, it should go to the grandfather. Well, he's one of the only people that didn't get nominated. <laughs> really? <laughs> Don't be so surprised. Sad. No, it's really not. It's he's not. such a cute old, older man. If you're listening, you're amazing. He, I would almost. I'm gonna 1,000 percent guarantee you he's not listening. We'll make sure he does. I want him to be my grandpa. That man is over 80 years old. I doubt he listens to any podcasts, and if he does, it's NRP. It's close to like the radio. Or NPR. Yeah, Grand, yeah. grandkids out there. It's like the Put radio. It next to his you think ear. he's like reverting back to when he was a kid, listening to Ovaltine commercials on his family I would. radio? You would. Yeah. You don't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and on that, we're going to go ahead and sign off for episode 19. We want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, await news to see if Shia LaBeouf turned up tomorrow on my doorstep to fight. <laughs> this is Jason. This is Kailani. Talk to you soon.